0: Um with myself, I my suppose. Who are you
1: with? Yeah, I can see that. Sensible people, the
0: Fairbanks Welcome to Far North Tokers. This is episode 33, August 28th, 2016, with your host Nitto. Thank you all for listening. Today's episode is Canna Industry versus Vivian Stiber. I'm not sure why she feels necessary to go full force against the Canna Industry, but if she's going to go full force against us, I guess we should point out some of the things that she has wrong. So, just released August 26th from KUAC, Dan Pross, Fairbanks citizens gather signatures to ban commercial marijuana sales. Sponsors of a voter initiative to ban commercial marijuana businesses in the city of Fairbanks submitted over 500 signatures Friday in an effort to get the measures on the fall 2017 ballot. Petition sponsor Vivian Stiver with the group Drug Free Fairbanks says petitioners have gathered well over the 519 required, but the signatures must be registered voters who live in the city, which are subject to review. Now Vivian first comes on the scene and Back, um, I guess with Jim Oslin, when he comes out of the woodwork trying to organize drug free Fairbanks, I see Vivian Stiver in the back of the room. And, you know, we started Far North Tokers with that, my introduction to Vivian. Uh, I walk in, she's kind of feeling me out who she, who I am, where, who I'm supporting. She was asking everybody at the door, who you're supporting. Um, so it was, Let's listen right now to how she handled herself at that meeting.
1: God of order, next time you we speak, you will we'll get secured and have you leave. I will you recognize who will speak at You, you haven't been, recognize. <laughs> have been recognized. You haven't been recognized. I will recognize who will speak. We're going to use parliamentary procedures. You're out of order. You do community. have that's right, yeah, but it's not much. public talking. He's presenting, you're, you're, you're and you're, you're
0: done. We're not asking you to talk. To we
1: are presenting. Listen. If you can't handle it, you need to go. Go ahead, Jim. Finish yeah. up. There's, okay, there's a just, crew
0: in the library. Please choose
1: a question. Sir, are you with the library? Yes. Yeah. We have this front row. Can we ask them to be recognized? I, I, have, I have, an have a lot of There's a couple of them that don't. You can just don't ask them, them to them be so recognized. The forum or Is that right? a moment?
0: From what I believe, this is what I understand the rules to be. If we have a recital, okay, a piano recital, right, and there's food back here, everybody is welcome. We can't keep people out. Now, if they're causing, somebody is causing, threatening, okay, or maybe not letting the meeting go on, well, that could be a. That could be a That's part of That's Okay. So let's let the meeting go on. Okay. And Let's not interrupt him. When the question period here, here, let's present questions to, you know, sure your your the questions in a in a mannerly way I appreciate that. I love that. a we have. What I so I mean, you know, I say we'll let it go on in a mannerly fashion. And if they, you know, I usually give two or three warnings before. So, good, right? I know would we'll probably just have to call, please, because I'm not big enough. But anyway, no sure. sure.
1: <laughs> but all I need to you know, know is let, know. let everybody speak. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do it in
0: a manly fashion, okay?
1: Pretty How's that sound? Agreed. Okay, is that good with you? Yeah, yes. this, this is sir. the third or fourth time already, so I, did, well, I, I made it quite a while. This is I called
0: it. One day, maybe next week, I'm going to meet you. I'm going to meet you. I'll meet you. That was at that, that meeting at Drug Free Fairbanks held by Jim Oslin. Let's go listen to her as she walks into Fairbanks City Council. This is going to be one right after another every couple weeks.
1: My name is Vivian Stiver, 523 Second Avenue, Fairbanks, Alaska. I'm the prime sponsor of the initiative in the city of Fairbanks to put on the ballot this fall. The question again to the residents of the city of Fairbanks, whether or not We want to allow commercialization of marijuana in our community. Cannabis. That question still leaves every, people will be, it's decriminalized. That doesn't change. And medical marijuana is fine. That doesn't change. It's the commercialization that we're concerned about. A couple things that I think have been missed along the way. Medical marijuana is basically more the cap- cabinoids in the marijuana. It's not the THC. THC is the one that gets you high. So when people say, well, this is what you know, peyote, Indians used all this good. time years ago, that's untrue. Because what they've done is they've made hybrids of the plant. They've made the amount of THC in that plant greater. And that's your recreational good. amount uh, recreational marijuana. Some THC is used for people who are having cancer treatments to enhance appetite and for people who suffer from AIDS. But it's the uh, cannabinoids that is your primary medical source from this plant. So if you're growing pot, you're either growing for recreation or you're growing for medical. One plant does not serve both purposes. So Colorado did this. They tended to be a lot more liberal than Washington. You're not seeing some of the striking statistics out of Washington, as you are Colorado, because when they implemented their policy with medical marijuana, it was a lot more lenient. So since, um, and and you have the handout, and I don't want to, you can read it, so I don't want to really bore you with that, but I hear a lot about money. And one of the things that shows in the handout I gave you for the public to understand, tobacco and alcohol industries, too. We tax them, and we this. have costs sure, associated with them. We spend a lot of money with people with lung and alcoholism. We spend a lot of money there. <coughs> so As you can see, the revenue, <coughs> and this was um, indexed 2012, $600 <coughs> billion in revenues from alcohol industry, and the cost was $249 billion to government. Okay, the cost of the tobacco industry, the revenues, $33 billion, and the cost to government... $314 billion. So they'd be more money out of And I'm here to say the alcohol. state is having problems with Surprised money. They had to cut nine troopers, and we've legalized this. And it has driven public safety issues in Colorado. Health and human services have gone way wellness? high. Looking at hospitalization, now we have someone who's going to buy our hospital, maybe. So every year since marijuana had been legalized, they have a 30% increase in hospitalization and hospitalizations related to marijuana so it's huge it does have an impact that's 30 percent per year starting in 2010 that's a cost of this community so you're in government your leaders you got to get ready it's not that everyone's bad and does not that anybody is irresponsible if they choose bad? to smoke that's not my issue the issue is when we broadly accept another intoxicant in our community in front of our children and young adults, it sends the wrong message. And simply, simply on the fact that there will be more available in the community, just there'll be more available Good. because people don't do things that are illegal. So when it's illegal, there'll be more of it. Children are curious. They find their way into it. If you look at the statistics on the increase in poison control in Colorado, it's astounding. It's astounding. It's astounding. So my, my question to you is the leadership here. How are we going to lead on this issue? Now, we have the petition. We would like to see it get back on the ballot. Citizens here can either determine yes or no. And, again, people in the did. industry, they're not bad people. Good parents. Things happen to their children. Kids get into Thank things. Thank you for protecting It's a natural us thing that occurs. But when you have more of it in a community, you're going to have more incidences of these things happening. So, and the problem goes... It's just—it's very difficult. I always used to think of Fairbanks as kind of the 1950s town that you always want to raise your kids in. Man, it was cool. And now I'm a little concerned. Police shot again. It's not that people are bad the smoke. Today. It's not—not not that it's the not good medicine. Go. The problem is that acceptability of another intoxicant take you out of your own consciousness, become vulnerable to your own bad mistakes when you're high, when you're drunk, and be vulnerable to other people to Bad
0: mistakes when you're high.
1: So I, I just find it a big issue. Um, there's so much information out there, but there was one other small, let's say a small statistic. We have a problem with suicide in this state, and it says here that um, teenagers who smoke daily marijuana are seven times more likely to attempt suicide.
0: Maybe this and is our behavior. That
1: should be terribly concerning to all of us.
0: Seeking medicine. And so
1: another part of this is you'll see in there they have with the, the candies, they have infused items with marijuana. They are gummy they, bears, <laughs> they are suckers, they are someone gonna give me, another minute? Another minute, someone give me another minute. They are soft drinks. You've got Joe the Camel with cigarettes. Remember when we banned commercials on TV with tobacco?
0: These things are advertising
1: works, folks. Children are targeted. Our state law says no, you cannot manufacture infused to. products with marijuana that resemble a current product, candy, or, or or candy, and it says resemble. So what you're going to get from the industry is going to get an argument about does that really resemble candy? But I just thought I heard Frank Turney said he had a snowball critter, something a snowball crispy critter that he ate. It's an edible snowball crispy critter. Hmm, sounds like something you'd market to. Crispy Critter. When was the last time you got off the couch to go buy a Crispy Critter? It sounds like exactly my exact point. So it's an industry, it's commercialization, it's marketing, and it's scary for our community and for our children. And I wish you would please look at that. I have my petition at the library the rest of the week, 11 to 1 o'clock. Um, People are welcome to come by 11 to 1 o'clock at the Old Wing Library to sign it. We only need 519 for the city to get the question on the ballot. So many people have asked me, will my friends see my name? They are afraid they will offend their friends. Mm. And that is sad because this is a process that uh, that when you voted yes on two, you voted for my right to bring a citizen initiative forward. Not my right, all of our right to do this. So I want to thank you, and if you have any more questions I'll be glad to to answer I have almost an inch and a half of paperwork from Colorado Rocky Mountain High uh drug enforcement with really fine-tuned statistics on all the law enforcement issues they're seeing it is not easy and it's not being solved by the money cuz they're spending it on health and social services and policing One way. past his bedtime, so we have to be
0: quick. This is gold right here. She wheels in her grandkid
1: huh? in
0: a stroller oh, he,
1: he would if you bringing
0: could. out the children.
1: Uh, Vivian Stiver, 523 2nd uh, Avenue, Fairbanks, Alaska. And I was here at the last meeting talking about commercialized marijuana, which was voted by the state. However, I want to emphasize once People again of the state. that that ballot measure said very clearly that by ordinance or citizens' initiative a municipality could indeed ban it in their community. In fact, in Colorado, in uh, 2015, 67% of their municipalities banned the marijuana. I gave a handout, uh, Council Member Gatewood, I don't know if you've got it, to read what came out of the group Smart Approaches to Marijuana. They've studied it, these are scientists that look at these things. They've put and compiled um, statistics for us. They've been very fair. They really isolated what they looked at, and it's probably one of the best groups. They're not saying no. They're saying smart approaches. How are we going to move forward with this? And again, Washington and Colorado were drastically different because of the way they implemented their medical marijuana. So these are very huge differences that have impacted these two states. So one of the things they thought Oh, you legalize it, you get rid of the black market. That is not true. In fact, drugs and narcotic crime rose um, 12.5% in 2015 in Colorado. The black market is thriving, easier to get product. They have many incidences of product going across state lines through the mail. It's a tremendous, it's all in your handout what the exact percentages are. The other item which I, I think hits home for me when I was on the council, we always talked about the second sale of alcohol. We've always talked about the inebriates and you know what should we do, what can we do? And we know for a fact that when someone is intoxicated too intoxicated to purchase alcohol, they send someone else in, they wait around the corner and that person brings it out. Well, when you have marijuana that is so readily available in a community, that is what you have for your teenagers. And if you looked on here, the school counselors showed how many bought the legal marijuana from a friend. They were not 21. So we have not been able to resolve that issue with alcohol, but yet we're willing to present this issue to our teenagers. I'm pretty sure legalization
0: makes it harder for teens to get.
1: So my question for council is are we financially ready? Do you have enough money and police force to keep these laws in place? State troopers, I believe they just lost nine positions because of the the shape our state economy is in right now. You know that the states around Colorado, they're suing Colorado because of all the costs they're seeing. So are we there? Do we have enough money to really monitor another intoxicant in our community and protect our families and children? Like we saw, the commander of the base said no one could go to the marijuana event they had. So here we are, the Golden Heart City, Known for embracing the military. Known for being one of the most fine places to raise your kids. This is a beautiful country. Still it's got is. lots of Still places to go out, fish, hike, everything. Yet we have a commander on base giving directive to his troops to not go to this event. How friendly are we when we have uh, marijuana businesses here, there, and all around? This is not going to be one or two shops. Have they, They've gone into Denver, Colorado now. You combine Starbucks and McDonald's, <coughs> there are more marijuana shops than both of those huge corporations combined. Awesome. So what I want to leave you with is what commercial, the definition of commercialization is exploiting for profit, to exploit for profit, such as Christmas, birthdays, greeting cards. So what we're going to do is we're going to open up this whole can of worms. We think we've got it regulated. We think we've got We don't. We need to watch closer what's going on in Denver and the places that it has been legalized. We can leave. Because when they legalize it in Denver, all of a sudden, all the marijuana pot, because you know, marijuana producing or plants that are made to produce the medical marijuana are different than the ones that are hybrid for THC. No. When you know, the commercialized recreational high marijuana, high THC contact, was made legal can still in Colorado. Have THC with CPDs? You could not sell, and all the THC medical marijuana CBD. rotted. So what you're seeing here is a way to angle in with this recreational drug that has not been tried and tested in our communities or in anybody else's communities at this time. And I would caution you for financial responsibilities, but overall... Where's your responsibility to the community, to the young families, young adults that are coming up when you give a blanket approval to another intoxicant in a community in a state that suffers so greatly now? <laughs> I'm gonna win ya, I'll get ya, I'll get ya. One way or another, I'm gonna see ya, I'm gonna meet you, meet you, meet you, meet you. Vivian's Diver, 523, Second Avenue Fairbanks, Alaska. I brought you a couple more. Um, articles and some information regarding uh, recreational use of marijuana that I think are something she we need fill to a consider book with I was not familiar with the designations of uh, setbacks but if you got kids at a youth center or at a playground they well, may not be as supervised as children in a schoolyard so that 100 foot setback seems rather this is
0: when deep. good sense is that
1: seems like that should there. be considerably more at leisure Because I would let my 12- or 13-year-old go down to the playground. Not 100 feet away from marijuana retail store for sure, but I mean, I would look at that. My understanding is the city can be a little more restrictive. You can't be less restrictive than other laws, so that may be something to consider. So if you look at page four, there's a lot of information here. It says, it's at the very bottom. It says, according to a recently published article in the Lance Psychological Journal, people who smoked high-grade marijuana, about 16% THC, similar to the average U.S. varieties of the marijuana plant, that is now a GMO. That marijuana plant is not in its natural state because in its natural state it had 0.2 to 0.5% THC. So it has been enhanced to have this greater amount of THC at 17, 16, 17%. And that's a good thing. Um, so it says similar to U.S. Don't varieties of much. marijuana, people who use it were five times more likely than non-users to have psychotic disorders. And there are several other studies that have linked other um, psychological disorders to the heavy use of marijuana products. Last week you saw what the concent- – or the week before the concentrates, they have 80 to 90 percent THC. Um, but you don't. Smoke and that's as very much. interesting. You should YouTube butane hash and see the explosions that do occur when people try to. That's why you want to regulate. Derive it. that THC out. They inject a tube of Safety. marijuana wrapped in plastic with butane. It drips out the bottom. won't be happening then in Then they heat it up with everclear. Size. It's highly explosive, and that's where the explosions are coming from. That's where you get your dab, your crack, your earwig. That's that concentrate product. What the She's industry did, in they words, sold us on she? this idea that today's marijuana oh, was equal to that of alcohol. That was a big, big untruth about what's happening today with marijuana. It is a drug. There is no way around it. It's not a glass of wine. It's not a shot of Jack Daniels. It's way more powerful than that. Wow. Wow. So everything is cited in here. Also, what's interesting, it cites Fairbanks as having found some scale. of this high-concentrated candy. Last summer, a person found a bag containing marijuana candy in downtown Fairbanks. The <gasps> package, an ordinary Ziploc bag, was labeled to contain 250 milligrams of THC in 25 red pieces of candy. I can tell you, I've been at the fair. I just have the candy printed out to show people what they actually legalized when they thought they were just decriminalizing marijuana. Little girl walked up and said, "Oh, gummy bears." They thought there was decriminalization. Those are not for idiots. you. Oh, but I like gummy bears. It was legalization. The picture alone was enough for her to have commercials. A high interest in that. Oh, a candy. To go to a store. No and way buy to tell it. the difference. Not to okay, sit outside Okay, the next page house. or the second part of that. I printed Power. out the page on ballot two that passed the pass in the Come state, on. and if you look Things under a local control section 17.38.110. Local government may prohibit the operation of marijuana cultivation facilities, marijuana product manufacturing facilities, marijuana testing facilities, or retail stores through an enactment of an ordinance or voter initiative. People are confused. Why are we doing this? We voted on it once. Well, they voted yes, but they didn't read what they voted for. They voted for my right, your right, everyone's right in this community to take that second look. Now, the marijuana industry, when you come to the lobby groups, the PACs, are not uh, known for being fairly reasonable. They're a billion dollar industry they claimed in Colorado. Yet as you saw, they were not willing to put childproof these products in childproof containers. They were willing to do a Ziploc bag. You need to ask these people when they come before you what childproofing are they going to have for these products?
0: Read the state regs. And
1: then if you look, I sent you the letter that uh, resealable child Hollister sent to drug-free Fairbanks with his APOC complaint trying to shut us down from our free speech. You don't go to APOC until something's certified for the ballot. And you notice he is the chairman of the Alaska Cannabis PAC, a political action group. Therefore, before we even get started, he wants to – can I get another minute? Yeah, somebody? one more minute. So he jumped the gun. I think he doesn't know. I don't think this is, this is a lack of knowledge on his part. No one debates that the people who want to do this are professional. That's fine. But the facts are the facts about what the products are they're selling. So if you look at the last thing, there's an editorial out of the um, Colorado Springs Gazette. The three things they wanted on one of their citizens' initiative, child-resistant packaging, just like you have for aspirin ibuprofen, put health warnings on your marijuana labels, restrict product THC potency to 16%, Even though THC occurs naturally, only 0.2 or 0.5% in cannabis. Check, check. What they did is they bought down there, they hire companies to take these petitions around, they hire people to do it. They went to those companies, bought them out, paid them not to carry those petitions. They got this law in on a citizen's initiative, yet now they've circumvented it. And the last sentence says in here that the marijuana industry is officially corrupt. Any questions, counsel?
0: All right, one more time.
1: Vivian Stiver, 523 2nd Avenue, Fairbanks, Alaska. Um, I spent the week of the fair at the fair at our booth collecting signatures for the petition to place on the ballot in 2017 regarding um, banning marijuana. I wonder how many of the signatures the are not real. We do have our signatures. We just have people who have to get their books notarized, and we thought we'd get them all in today, but we haven't. So we're looking at Thursday to have everyone who has a petition out there um, to place banning marijuana businesses on the ballot for the city of Fairbanks. I need those by Thursday and remember to get them notarized. So we do have our numbers. So while, while I was at the fair, a couple of things we heard were, we already voted. Yes, and I had to show numerous people. This is the law that you voted for, and right here in that law, it states clearly that by citizen's initiative or by ordinance, a municipality may ban marijuana. So a lot of people learned that we were just exercising our right under that law, which they had indeed voted for. The other thing I heard was even people who had a family that were going to operate businesses when they saw the edibles, I don't want that. That's not what I want. So I heard that a lot. That's not what I want. People have no idea what happened when get they legalized what recreational what I marijuana. Use. The other thing I heard was um, that it's just a plant. And they couldn't understand why government spent so much time on just a plant. Well, from the information I've provided to you before, this plant in nature has .2 to .5 THC in it. Today, marijuana is a GMO. It's a genetically modified plant. It has 17%. How's corn 0. look? 0.2%, 0.5% to 17%
0: THC
1: value. Purely recreational. Blueberries guess. The other thing I heard was about the medical value. People were concerned about, you know, having it for medical purposes. Well, the marijuana industry wasn't stupid. So what they did is they paired... An opportunity, medical marijuana, with recreational marijuana, which has no medicinal value at all. It's an intoxicant. It's just something else to take you out of your sober mind, period. So they paired those together. The other thing with medical marijuana, today, a pharmacy can apply for a license and dispense medical you marijuana get right to now. don't decide for other people. They didn't need this law. They could have done it. Okay. So. Because mer- medical marijuana had been legal in the state for a long time. But as Couldn't you saw, the DEA came out that they're not going to remove marijuana off Schedule 1 with cocaine and heroin because of there's so many unknown on. factors about it. There haven't been enough they studies factors. on it. Unknown factors. There needs to be more done. Cha-ching, but the, cha-ching, um, cha-ching. What is it, um, <laughs> the drug people who test. The FDA has offered, I guess, more money for research on this. this medical marijuana and what they need to do is they need to be able to have studies when they use this medical marijuana they can repeat the type of medicine it is consistently and they need to have the same result they have to have a result and these studies have not been conducted so therefore thousands of years relationship you can get it medically through a pharmacist we did not need this law which again was only the opening for the recreational marijuana where all the money big money people think they're going to make and then I heard it's just like alcohol.
0: Well? Well, it's not just like alcohol.
1: Okay, so let's say it's just like alcohol, which I do not, not believe. I think that's a myth, too. I think that was just another way to ride that in on everyone's back. So if it's just like alcohol, it do was we a need way to more it people in. on the road that are intoxicated through marijuana? Killing people? Having accidents? Do we need more of our children neglected because and their parents stick, are high yeah. on pot? Because it's a natural thing? A naturally... Organic GMO is what that is. The other thing I heard was um, the drug on wars on war did not work. Well, guess what? Legalization has done nothing but increase the black market. Because after you get done taxing, well, I, I'm sorry I keep saying marijuana. I want to say cannabis because the industry likes the word cannabis much more than the word marijuana. So cannabis it happened. So you've got it happened. The, it's, it's going to be sold higher because you got tax on it. So the black market sells it for a little less and they are flourishing. I'm smiling. I am. And they're shipping their marijuana all across the US from Colorado. If you look in the paper, you'll see that they've had major seizures. And that's called diversion. So if you have legal marijuana here and you divert it somewhere else to where it's not legal, that's the black market. Yeah, one okay. more minute. Thank ahead. you. And then the other one was I am pro-business. I'm for this. I am pro-business. Well, there are sections now in Denver where no one will dare to go because with these shops, with the activity, it has brought in very negative impacts to areas. I don't know if I share this with you because I've been talking marijuana, cannabis for a while now. Someone was really interested in cooking with it here locally. But all of a sudden, someone said to them, you know the military is going to make your place off limits because it's still illegal on the federal level. And so, therefore, having it as a product is only going to lose your business. And we talked about economic impacts already. Military is huge for us here. So, in wrapping this up, I gave you the bio for uh, Joe McGuire. She's going to be up here in October. I would like one of you to please coordinate a work session for the city of for the city council, borough assembly, school district, and possibly North Pole if they're still interested, and have her come speak. And I will take care of that fee or any questions, Council? Yes, Mr. I, I have a couple. Um, what date in October? You know date she on? says that she's going to be up in the, the mid part, so it would be kind of toward the end of October there. It would be a good time for her to come. You, you said something about uh, the pairing, I think you were talking about, <laughs> the recreational and the medicinal, mm-hmm. and, and I'm not following that. I know before the statewide recreational vote, or all-use vote or whatever, a, a few people, a number of people came in and testified before the council and talked about medicinal purposes, and there was a, right. a, a lot of conversation about that. And I did a fair amount of research and you know, talked to a number of doctors over at the uh, FMH, as well as uh, doctor friends I have in the World 48. Um, <coughs> once the statewide vote passed, I have heard crap about medicinal marijuana, so I'm missing the- I'll link you up there, sir. This is a fact, both in Washington and Colorado. Everyone, okay, medical marijuana came in, big time. All of a sudden, they had this huge increase, I'd have to get the percentages from Joe, of people who had pain. So then they were prescribed medical marijuana. Well, as soon as it became recreational use, the medical marijuana died in the greenhouses. There was no market because it was a lead in for the recreational use. The medical was a lead in to it's get to the, meca- the recreational use on a broader basis, less restrictive basis, and that's exactly what happened. It was the beginning of the recreational model.
0: Recreational was more restrictive. Mr. Cruz.
1: Yes, thank you, Ms. Stiver. Um, This is not an easy subject and can be very difficult. Have you had any personal issues thrown at you or any complaints? About me personally? Or your political event here, Um. APOC or anyone like that? Well, we did. We had um, a gentleman who is the chairperson for the Oh wow, that was leading cannabis, the witness. Uh, political oh, did you group, hear that? I believe is how it's said. Did you hear he that? He did file um, an APOC complaint against Drug Free Fairbanks. Um, he was misguided in the fact that unless it's certified, it is not a political event yet. It is our freedom of speech. It is every voter's right to petition in this state to change a law or do something. So we were. Uh, other than a few hecklers at time, I'm I've been pretty darn good. I'm amazed at how many people have told me they didn't vote for recreational marijuana; they just wanted it decriminalized. That was their focus. Just decriminalize it, and realizing that if this gets on the ballot, it ba- bans the, the shops. It does not make it; it does not criminalize it, and it doesn't take away personal use. But it does take away that broad. you are gonna get it. Black Market. Thank
0: you. <laughs> yeah, Jinx, you owe me a code. Well, that was just Vivian at the Fairbanks City Council. Beyond that, we've got her at the Borough Assembly. It's too much audio to go through. I'll pull some through together later, but you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna let old Jim Oslin finish this up. I'm gonna let him have fun. With it.
1: Cannabis, since that's the new word. We don't want to say marijuana. We're call it cannabis today.
0: Hey, thank you for joining us on Far North Token. You can find more episodes on SoundCloud, search Midtoker, and farnorthtokers.com. See ya!